0: Good afternoon, and thanks for tuning in to the Ball Talk Pod with Evan Kinsler and Shaden Jones. We have got a good show for you today. Um, got a lot of information to talk about. Um, we're talking uh, the our main topic today is um, why Bill Russell's career and um, Wilt Chamberlain's achievements are often overlooked. Um, first, first off. Uh, I think these both of these players were great, and I don't want to discredit them in any way. Um, they had incredible careers, and anybody would love to have their career. But we're just saying, we're talking about why we think they're overlooked, and um, we'll give some reason why they might be overlooked and um, what we think the, um, the big reasons why people just say stuff. And here's the information to back up why people say it. Okay, Bill Russell played with, um, from 1956 to 1969, winning 11 championships with the Boston Celtics. Uh, here's some information. His rookie record was 44-28. and 28. That's pretty good. That would be about um, a 6 or 7 seed in today's NBA. According, that's according to BasketballReference.com. But back then, only 8 teams were in the league. In Russell's rookie year, so that is kind of concerning, as there's 30 teams in the NBA now. Uh, also, on his rookie team, there was Tommy Hansen, who was Rookie of the Year. Uh, so that meaning Bill Russell wasn't even Rookie of the Year, and the Rookie of the Year was on his own team. So that kind of takes down some of his legacy. Uh, Shane, do you have
1: anything? Uh, well, Bill Russell only played 48 games that year. Which they did win forty eight games, so maybe they won every game he played they in they won forty four games. Oh, I thought you said forty four, my bad. But he was he averaged about nineteen rebounds per game, is that yeah, right? Yeah, nineteen point seven rebounds per game in his rookie year. Around fourteen points. Uh I think the uh, his field goal percentage was quite
0: under um um underachieving. It was around forty five percent that year. Um but Bill Russell they also always call him the ultimate winner. Um, won, won so many games in his career. Had multiple Hall of Famers. Um, we just uh, we I really I really like Bill Russell. I don't have him my top twenty players of all time. Uh, I have around a, Wilt chamber on eighteen. Most places have them both in the top ten or top five. I don't. I don't think so, I don't have that, um, uh, just Bill Russell, the era wasn't that great, uh, and here's also some facts on Wilt Chamberlain, he played from 1959 to 1973, of course he scored 100 points in a game, averaged over 50 rebounds per, 50 points per game in a season, had over 50 rebounds in a game, uh, also led the league in assists one season, um, He'd probably be up there in the all-time leaders in block shots if they had they but they didn't start recording blocks until I think 1975. I'm not a 100% sure on that, but it's around that time around the time Bill Russell Bill Russell had already retired and Wilt Tramblin was on his way out in 1975. Okay. here's some of the information that I got regarding the, the players that they went up against the All-Star Cowboy players at the time. Um, here's here's some of the players. The best one I saw was Walt Bellamy. Um, he played um, for the Atlanta Hawks back then. Um, might have been the Atlanta Jazz. I'm not sure. Um, but he was six foot eleven. Was an All Star in 1962, 1963, 1964, and 1965. Uh, was a very good player. But he's the biggest player on this list. These are, the, these are the names of players with at least three all-star selections from 1960 to 1970 as a center or a power forward. Then there's also Rudy LaRusso from the Lakers. He was six foot seven, played power forward and center, was an all-star in 1962, 1963, 1966, 1968, and 1969. So he played against Russell in his peak, and he played against Chamberlain in his peak. And there's Gus Johnson, six foot six all-star in 1965 and then 1968 through 1971 Um, Wayne Embry 6 foot 6 played he was an all-star from 1961 to 1965 then here's the probably the best overall player on this list the former MVP one of the greatest players in NBA history dominated the 50s and uh, a lot of the a lot of the 60s had a really good a stretch from 1955 through 1965, being an all-star in each of those years. Um, Bob Pettit, but he was only six foot nine, and he still dominated the league. Uh, was a much better scorer than um, Bill Russell. I, uh, it's not really. It's kind of close with Pettit and Chamberlain. Chamberlain gets the nod because he was seven foot one, but Bob Pettit um, probably. I it was a better player than Bill Russell, and I'll probably get some hate on that. But Pettit was a very good player for the Hawks for many years. Um, was also he played with um, a guy from Kentucky
1: um, that was traded for Bill Russell.
0: Um, here's Shaden's thoughts
1: too. And I just wanna you were talking about uh, Wilt's 100-point game earlier, and I just want to say that. I mean, yeah, it's 100 points in the game. He's the only one to even really come close to that. Other than 80, 81 points by Kobe Bean Bryant. That's still 19 points off. I know. but Good era. But in that game, he shot 63 shots. I remember a couple years ago when Russell Westbrook was playing and Kevin Durant was hurt, he would take 40 or so, or so shots and everybody would be flaming him about how many shots he was taking. Imagine like one of the prolific prolific scores in today's game like Kevin Durant and James Harden taking 63 shots in a game, even if they only made about half of them, that's still like a lot of points and plus he shot 32 free throws that game and he did make 28 of them which is really good considering his career free throw percentage was only like 51%. According to basketballreference.com. Yeah. And so I just think that if you were that if a player like Kevin Durant or James Harden today was to shoot 63 shots in a game and shoot 32 free throws, that they would score probably around 120 to 130 points. Um, I was thinking in the past about any
0: player I've ever thought of in the recent era of a any player shooting over fifty shots, and the only one I could think that come, came to mind was Kobe Bryant. Twenty-two out of fifty in his final game, April thirteenth, twenty sixteen. Made twenty-two, finished with sixty points. Mamba out. Um, Kobe had a great career. My favorite player. Um, and then here's some other players that I was looking at. Johnny Kerr was six foot nine, an all-star in fifty-six and fifty-nine. So he never went against he went he didn't go against Chamberlain in those crew and he also played he was an All Star in 1963 pretty sure he played with the Chicago Bulls not 100 percent sure on that then there was Bill Bridges six foot six All Star in 67 68 and 70 so he played with uh, Bill Russell until his final until he played he was an All Star one more year after Russell okay Shaden I want to know who do you think had a better career with Chamberlain or Bill Russell.
1: Uh I'd have to say Wilt Chamberlain just because Bill Russell wasn't as great as a scorer, not even close as Wilt Chamberlain was, and Wilt Chamberlain still was a better rebounder. Wilt Chamberlain still he led the league in assist one year trying to prove that he could do every, he could do more than just score. So I'd have to say Wilt Chamberlain even though Bill Russell does have 11 rings compared to Chamberlain's 2. Wilt
0: Chamberlain was also 7 foot 1 and 6 foot and Bill Russell was 6 foot 9. He was an athletic specimen. Um, I'm pretty sure he did track and field in college. Uh, very good athlete. Uh, even played with the Harlem Globetrotters out of uh, college. Uh, Bill Russell, he had, he had teammates though that could play with him. Um, Wilt Chamberlain only had teammates in his final few years on the Lakers with Elgin Baylor and Jerry West and those guys also Gail Goodrich. Uh, I had a very, very good teammate in his final run and won, won a uh, championship in 1971 uh, the year and Elgin Baylor retired during that season. They went on a 33-game win, win streak, the longest in NBA history. I count, I count from my modern era. I count the era from great basketball from 1970 until now. I don't count anything from under 1970. You can look at 68 and 69. I don't really count it, though. Uh, we look at the players that came in that year. We had Elvin Hayes and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, or the number one picks in '68, '69, respectively. You, Elvin Hayes and Kareem were great in the '70s. Um, Hayes with the Rockets and the Bullets, with and Kareem with the Bucks and the Lakers, each winning championships in the '70s. Uh, yeah, in the '70s. Kareem winning. Uh, well, it was the it was the seventy two year that Will Chamberlain won the championship. It wasn't it wasn't the seventy one. That was uh, Kareem to Bar and Oscar Robertson's Bucks. My bad. Uh, you just look at the greatness from seventy until now. You had great players in the early seventies with John Havlicek, who also was one of Bill Russell's teammates. You had, um, of course, Kareem, Elvin Hayes. Wes Unseld, Nate "Tiny" Archibald, you had Pete Maravich coming in the same draft as Kareem, who was Lew Alcindor at the time. Just had great, phenomenal players from the '70s, and then you also had Kareem in the '80s with Magic and Bird, Isaiah Thomas, just uh, prolific players, all-time great players. You just, it's just a great era of basketball from '70 to '80. People, not a lot of people count from 70 to 80. I was 70 and 80. 70 to 80 is one of my favorite basketball eras ever. That's my second favorite era from 80 to 90. 80 to 90 was awesome with the Showtime Lakers and the Birds Celtics uh, with Danny Ainge and Dennis Johnson, Robert Parrish, Kevin O'Kell, Scott Webb not the bench, and uh, a couple years with um, Bill Walton. The Lakers with Magic and Byron Scott, Kareem, James Worthy. Kurt Rambis, all those guys, Jamal Wilkes, AC Green. It just great eras of basketball in the 80s and 70s get so much discredit. I don't really count the 60s and the 40s, 50s, 60s, but you can look at their stats and you can see they're really good players. I don't think they dominate in any other era. That's just my opinion. They pro- that I never I haven't seen many games from them. I've watched a few games. Um late 60s games. watch Kareem's first game. Pete Maravich's first game. I've seen some late 60s games when Chamberlain was uh, on the decline and so was uh, Bill Russell was retiring and was a player coach with the Celtics. Uh, just I just wish the 70s got more credit. Will Chamberlain was solid in the 70s. He was on a rapid decline. But we just look at them and just nobody credits him. ESPN. A few years ago, had a um, a rating of their top hundred players, I'm pretty sure, and uh, Wilt Chamberlain was about fourth, and uh, I just it just shocked me. I didn't I didn't really I wouldn't put him up there. Uh, probably they're both top twenty five. Uh, that, but I don't know how good they would be in today's era, the '90s, the 2000s, whatever era you want to put them in. than the '60s, they probably they'd be really good in the '70s still. But the '70s was going to a more of a really fast-paced game with mid-range jumpers. Um, Bob Lanier was a great shooter, a big man in the '70s. You had Bob McAdoo. You just had great players coming into their own in the '70s. Big men. That, that's that's the golden age of big men, in my opinion. Some people say the '90s with Patrick Ewing and Shaq and Hakeem Olajuwon. The '70s, I just love that era. There's so many great players with Kareem. Uh, Bob Lanier, Bob McAdoo, uh, Wes Unseld, Elvin Hayes, those two are on the same team. Moses Malone, just crazy. Uh, I just love that era. And oh, artist, also, Artis Gilmore, a great player. Uh, and here's Shaden talking uh, about I'd
1: it. I'd just like to ask you, Evan, you were talking about the different areas of basketball. Which decade do you think was the best, like, which player, do you, or which decade do you think had the best players? Um,
0: I, I really... the. This era now, it's more of a three-point shooting era, so that's definitely not the era, the old era. Uh, I look at the old eras, and I see, I look at players that I've heard about. i heard John Starks averaged about seven three-pointers a game in the 90s with the Knicks. It's just not the same today, so I don't really look. If I'm comparing decades, I don't really compare from 2014 from the dominance of Steph Curry until now you look beyond that. Uh, I really like the um the nineties was very solid. My favorites personally the eighties. That's my favorite too.
1: I just eighties. So many great players in the eighties.
0: So many players coming to the league at that time. Yeah. With Hakeem, Barkley, Jordan, Jordan, Stockton all coming in nineteen eighty four, that class. Uh, just great. Great class. And it would have been Sam Bowie too. In my opinion, Sam Bowie would have been an all-time great if he hadn't had those injuries. Um, I met Sam Bowie in Lexington. A really nice guy. Uh, I think would have been one of the all-time greats if it weren't for injuries plaguing him. I was all was solid in Brooklyn. not Brooklyn, New Jersey. Uh, it's now Brooklyn, but, um, I, yeah, '80s. I just don't. I just don't think that's you can you can debate it. But I, I think you can give the most debate on the 80s. You look at I look at my top five historical players of all time. Number one Kareem, number two Magic Johnson, three Jordan, four Kobe, five LeBron. Three of the top three of the top five come in the 80s, um, and also Larry Bird's my sixth. So that's four of the top six in my opinion. And Bird was in his prime then, and so was Magic. Um, Jordan was coming into his prime, um, averaging around 37 points a game and 88. It just, great, great era. Um, basket, the NBA was coming down. It was going way down. Ratings were low. Just had to do so much for pro- promotional sales just to sell tickets. And Magic Johnson and uh, Larry Bird re sparked it and uh, re sparked the. Uh, uh, Celtics and Lakers rivalry of the 60s. Um, just it was just awesome and I love that era. Uh you had so many great players, the Bad Boys Pistons, so many great teams. I mean the 85-86 Celtics, what was it, the 83-84 76ers? Yeah, uh I think 82-83. All oh, right. Uh very good team. Uh then I think I'm not sure. I, one of my and you had the 84-85 Lakers. I think the, those two teams, the 84-85 Lakers and 85-86 Celtics, two best teams ever. Uh, also, I wanted to talk about this. One of the speaking of the Celtics, uh, I just wanted I was wanting to do a hypothetical. Um, if you were, I just wanted to share this with you guys. Not really debating it. Um, I was looking at all-time rosters and the 1979-80 Celtics. I think that I would love to see that roster today. It would be so much storylines. I'd love love to see all of them in their prime. It would just be fantastic to see them. They had Pete Maravich. They had Nate Tiny Archibald, Larry Bird. 1981 NBA Finals MVP Cedric Maxwell and former MVP Dave Cowens, too, who's from Kentucky. So shout-out to him for Florida State. Uh, I just, so many great players on that team. The starting five, I think, in their prime could go toe-to-toe with anybody all time. I just, most of those players are on the downside of their career with Archibald still solid. He had, like, I think, one more All-Star year then. Uh, Cowens was getting old, and he, then he went to the Milwaukee Bucks after a couple years with them. Cedric Maxwell, Quite irrelevant after about eighty four, I think, uh, with the team, Celtics. So he had a few, he had a few solid years left. And Maravich, I think, that was his final season. Uh,
1: um, for uh, Nate Tony Archibald was the seventy nine eighty season. Was that the year that he led the league in points no, and
0: assists? I think, that was 73 oh. Um, he led the league. Averaged about thirty points a game and ten assists a game. Okay, enough of talking about that. Uh, now we're talking about another topic that we have talking about the recent signings. Uh, Vanderbilt Blue to the Lakers. Uh, it's only uh, I think it's been reported by I think by Eric Pinkus of uh, Basketball Insiders only about fifty thousand dollars are guaranteed. Um, uh, I really like him. Could really compete for the final uh, roster spot. Currently fourteen players on the roster. Uh, not including Al Caruso. Uh, you saw what he did in summer league. Uh, had some great outings. Just really good player. Uh, the reigning G League MVP with the Los Angeles Defenders. Now South Bay Lakers. I think he can uh, contribute. Uh, he he did really good a few years ago with the Lakers on a 10, some ten day contract with Jabari Brown. I really like him. I think he can score at at uh, will great driver, um, he's been working out recently, uh, saw it on Twitter, um, just, just won't stop, just great player, I think he wants to get better and better and better and I really like him on the Lakers. Uh, here's a, a former UK player, Terrence Jones, also a former Milwaukee Buck, Houston Rocket, and New Orleans Pelican. He signs with China for reportedly the biggest contract uh, in China basketball history on a, for one year deal. I think reported by David Pick. Um, I really like him. Uh, he had, I think, he had a 36 point game this year with New Orleans. I figured the market would be kind of would be higher for him, but it doesn't look like it. Added some three point shooting to his ability. Uh, hopefully, uh, when with the season ends some John he comes back to the NBA, um, and then. Here's our final little um, side topic. Diamond Stone, way by the Hawks. I think he was the 33rd pick in the 2016 draft from Maryland. Selected by the Los Angeles Clippers. Was shredded to the Hawks in the Jamal Crawford trade. Really like him. Uh, I hope he gets a shot in this league. Again, uh, I really like him at Maryland, and I really think that he deserves in this league. Uh, He's a two-way contract candidate. Uh, I really like him. Um, can shoot a little bit, saw him in summer league, Uh, really good player. I'm excited to see what he can do, given the opportunity. Okay, thanks for tuning in to the Ball Talk Pod with Evan Kintzer and Chayden Jones. We come to you again, um, likely Wednesday, and we have a special guest for you then. Stay tuned, and we will tell you um, on our either Facebook page or Instagram page. Thanks for listening.